It's the episode 677 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. I'll get it right one day, Lauren Clark. <laughs> I look forward to that day, Stuart Farrell. How well, are you? I don't know if I put the episode. I'm good. Episode first or name first. Or, uh, when I can say episode half the time. But anyway, it's good to be back as promised. We have been the promise breakers of note of late, but it's great. I know, but, but also, Stu, I do, <laughs> having said that, I do have to be going soon. So can only, uh, we can only be quick this morning. I've got a bucket load of things to do today. Um, uh, Buckler. Buckle, bucket load. Oh, my God. God, a buckler. I've got a buckler of things to do today. Buckler, that's uh, salted cod. Buckler is not not oh, buckler. That's saying. a dessert. Yeah, no, but if I'm, you do, if you had pastry. a buckler of things, well, hang on. If you had the if you had the what's the Turkish one? That's buckler, isn't it? That's buckler. A buckler of things to do. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Are those the ones with like all the little strings? Those are the stringy. It's uh, it's like a pastry with um with nuts. Like, Pistachios yeah, and, and, of... and like a rose watery type of oh syrup my God, or something. It's so good. But I said bakala. I know not you baklava. did. No, stop. See, I, I know. love a bakala. <laughs> bakala fritters. You know the cod fritters. Ooh, I actually don't. Good. I actually don't know what bakala is. I don't think. Well, you know when you go to the markets and uh, you see yes. what look like prehistoric fish that are all stacked up. Um, and dried out, and they got their big teeth hanging out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's cod, right? Oh. And that's dried, salted oh. cod. And so, and all, and all the uh, the uh, euros go mad for it. Yeah. And um, you buy the cod, and then you you get it to your house, and you soak it, and you soak it, and you soak it, and then you make fritters out of it. Oh my gosh! Beautiful. I uh, went once bakala. to. I went to uh, now. There's a you'll know the name of it. A Chinese joint Buckle on Smith Street in Collingwood, uh, Middle Kingdom. Chinese joint, Smith Street, Collingwood, Middle Kingdom, Old something Kingdom. like that. Same Old business. Kingdom, something like it's that. The same right? business, Old Kingdom. Okay, so when the best duck, the best duck, and everyone the goes, goes the best left. duck ever, and the guy yells at you, and rah rah. Second right? only to the flower drum. Then he left and opened his own business in Box Hill. Did he really? In Middleborough Road, and know. it's called uh, what's his name. Such has and such calmed, is duck place. Um, has he calmed down at all? <laughs> I know. Is this the guy that looked like Elvis? He may have looked like, like the Elvis. Like the Chinese no. Elvis or whatever he was. He may have been the Chinese Elvis. I don't the know. Asian anyway, Elvis, at least. I went there to this to this place, right? And mm. everyone said, oh, you got to have the duck. It's the best duck in the world. you got to have the duck. you got to have the duck. Anyway, you the know me. I'm not into the not into that Poultry. stuff. Poultry. So, but I did go in there once and and – you know when you go to a joint where you've never been and it's like a totally like it's I'm not good as you know I'm not good You're with not. like gourmet stuff anyway so terrible like, what is this and yeah. I don't know what half the time you what don't meat like is nice. and yeah. no it's not I don't like it's I like pretty much everything but I just you don't like don't, chicken you didn't mean that yesterday I don't know I don't not like it I just don't I wouldn't order it deliberately I'll have it if someone orders it How totally does someone fine. accidentally order chicken I'd have it. Right? Ooh, what's that dish? Shukhorn. I'll try that. <laughs> this is new. No, it wasn't that. But what I did do mm. was I ordered something and I was hungry and I was in Smith Street and it was me and maybe the jackpot, but oh. maybe there was just somebody else. God, I'm hungry. And I said, uh, can I, what's this? What's this thing? Because um, I was reading <laughs> some of the ingredients and the guy yeah. goes, oh, and the, he barks at me like, it's fish, it's fish. And I'm like, so do you reckon I could, would that be enough for me? <laughs> and he mm. goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, so I have, I'll have that, you know. And I couldn't quite understand whether he was understanding what I was asking, but he was like 
adamant that yes, right? So he's yeah. writing it down. He's not even listening to me, no. you know, qualify things. He's like, no, 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 shut up. I'm taking the next person's order, right? Yep. So he goes to the jackpot and he goes, blah, blah, blah. And then they bring out a fish that literally was bigger than my torso. It went yeah. right across. Like it was massive. Were you sitting in or did you have to walk down Smith Street eating the fish by the tail? <laughs> that would have been sensational. Mm. No, I, because I, there is a guy who carries a carrot over his shoulder in Smith Street. Or, oh, you know, carrot man. Carrot man, as they call him. No, uh, I had to eat it in, but I did. I was like, this is like, it was amazing. It was the best fish dish I've ever bought in my life. Mm. But I did Jeez, call hungry. for backup. <laughs> this 800 calorie a day diet. I, tell you. I rang up my dad and I said, are you anywhere near Smith Street? And he you said, need some I fish. I am. And I said, do you want some fish? And he came and ate half my fish. You can't do that. You he, can't invite someone mid-meal for a, uh, to eat it. half of it. He loved it. And he ordered more stuff. The guy loved oh, him. We right. had a nice time. But uh, I was there was no way I was going to eat a whole Can fish. we not talk about food? Like uh, <laughs> I'm on this 800 calorie thing and, oh, and my housemate uh, insists on watching MKR. Oh. And all it is is oh. food <laughs> upon food. And I'm going, I just ate a bowl of zucchini. Don't, mate, don't, let's not talk about fish. Oh, now all I can think about is that duck and dim sims. Oh, oh my God, I'm hungry. So very, very, but any, it only goes for eight weeks, but Jesus, oh, it, when you're at the start of it, it, it seems oh. like the mountain, you know, oh. when you're at the foot of Mount Everest, well, we've all climbed Everest, yeah. and it, you're at the bottom and you go, oh, God. Do you know, I'm having to teach But then when you get to week my... seven, you go, How? Well, that was easy. What was I worried about? I'm having to teach my kid. About that, because about Everest, I've realised it's not something that you know when you're little. You need to learn. So I'll go, hey, dude, go and clean your room, or mm. you know, see this pile of stuff, tidy it up. And she looks at it and she just goes, like her her brain falls out of her head. She's like, I can't, I can't do that. Like it's too big. And I go, yeah. okay, see that little block there? Pick that one up. Then pick Start that one that. up. Then pick yeah. that one. Start at the bottom. And it's, am- it's, the same it's like saving I've, too money. It's, it's like I've taught her. Like I've given her a key to unlock something now. It's amazing that she, but she yeah. did not, she, she sees the big thing. And, and to me, it's such a, like, I look at her doing that and I feel so sorry for her because I feel like that with so many things. Cleaning the house is definitely Teach her, teach her not to be like you. Teach her to be better. Oh, come on. But I'm not hey. like that with work. With work, I always know, like, oh, I've got this huge, like, amazing, massive pile of stuff and I'm, there's no way I can get it done by the deadline. And I just trust that if I knock off this, chisel this little bit off here, mm. then the next bit will be easier and the next bit will be easier. It's interesting that. Maybe you need to relearn with new stuff. Chisel away. Like, maybe that's mountain. why the diet gets better. The huh? diet gets better because it gets shorter. I'm at the, and you know what? Like when I wasn't on the diet, all I could think about was being on the diet and how good I felt. You don't feel full and you don't feel yeah, guilty. Right. And then the yeah. minute you start, all you can think about is the food that you can't have and the food that you want and what you're going to do the day you finish oh, the diet. And oh my God, I'm going to barbecue Karina. like I've never barbecued before. And I'm going to eat soups with dumplings in them and I'm going to have fish and chips. And I tell you right now, I'm going to make a dessert. But Lauren, did, on Wednesday, I know yes. there were a couple of days past, but did you uh, stock up on codeine? I didn't. I well, know. Yeah, I uh, yeah. might want to buy some from me because I did a bit. Of, <laughs> and apparently the Melbourne, uh, sorry, we're in Melbourne, Australia, for those listening uh, mm. from faraway planes. Welcome. Uh, yep. Apparently, all the the chemists in the Melbourne CBD were shopped out. Really? When people uh, that I knew went and did, you know, oh. you know, they said, "Oh, look, I get period pain, or I get headaches. I'm going to go and just 
get some so I don't have to go to the doctor every time I want to take yeah, a harmless tablet. Right. And uh, they were, they'd already been cleaned out. Wowza. Yeah. It's Wowza. A, it's the same when it comes to, you know, bedding and, and, and drinking and uh, even sugary drinks, you know, like they, they punish everyone. Not mm. punish, I mean, they, they make life harder for everyone to protect the few that can't look out for themselves is or have a do? problem with certain things. And always, what, what is your take on that? Like, do you think we should punish the masses to protect the few or do we just try and support the few and let the masses go about their business? I think there is a choir outside my door. I thought um, I heard singing. <laughs> sorry about that. Or a, or a rabbi or something. Oh, um, congratulations for your conversion. I think it's the jackpot. Um, Tell them shut up. No, I can't. That would involve roaring. Anyway, so what was your question? Uh, the masses. Well, you know, I believe that I, I'm a bit of a – I think sometimes – that this whole thing of people need to have individual responsibility and pull their socks up and things. The more people, the more people are treated. The more the more that happens. The more kind of people become islands in and of themselves. They're, they're in isolation, mm-hmm. and that means that they become you know like lonely and disconnected. And well, no, we when... work harder on them. Is what I'm saying. Like we we throw more resources at these people. But we don't mm. punish everyone in the in the meantime. But we don't, Stu. So we don't live in a society where those people are looked after very well. Well, there's you know there's I mean? the failure. Why punish everyone? You know, yeah. but work but work then, on so, the, the few that, that are finding it harder. Totally, but they're not. So what? So so you know what uh, I mean? Like you can't just pretend that that's how it works. Like that you're going to. But the, the, look, a, politician. Don't get me started, Lozzie. No, I know. I, I actually <laughs> wrote a letter. I wrote on a, a regional Victoria, thanks a lot, yeah. uh, newspaper's website the other day responding to an article. Mm. I was that riled about yeah. um, vi- Vice-Chancellor's pay rates. Uh, oh, yeah, And how totally. Simon Birmingham is trying to demonise the 900-odd thousand that various uh, VCs get saying, oh, well, if people want to look at where their where taxpayers' dollars are going to, they should perhaps look at how much v- Vice-Chancellors are getting paid. And I just, my steam came out of my ears. Mm. So he's demonising, in in his quest to uh, legitimise slashing billions of dollars of funding Mm. to educational facilities that provide uh, one of our main exports now. Education is a major export of this country, right? Yeah. And and, and comparatively, and and I think the headline in in an admittedly news limited publication, I think they pretty much own or uh, regional papers anyway, yeah. or their offshoots of their city ones, uh, yeah. saying, oh, well, that's twice the pay of the Prime Minister, you know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, what does the Prime Minister produce for a start? And he's going to be on a gold-plated bloody uh, uh, pension the rest of his life, paid yeah. for by us from the age of 60, <laughs> right? Yes. Secondly, and these papers and politicians are the first yes. to run to the defence of bank chiefs and mining magnates yeah. about their rate of remuneration, yeah. and they'll have a crack at someone not even a million dollars, which is a, middle, a massive amount of money, yeah. but to use it as a reason for uh, taxpayers to hate um, oh, well, why should we fund education when these people are paying themselves, this is always the terminology, yeah, this yeah, amount yeah. of money? And it's yeah. disgusting. And don't ever get me talking about politicians on this podcast <laughs> again because they are, I think, they are at all time low. when it, They are below car salesmen. They are below lawyers, the classic, you know, your classic ones, the real estate agents. Who are? 
politicians. politicians. They are the scum of the earth and they are taking so much and giving so little. And it's all about, even now, you yeah. hear Morrison and people crapping on, forget about that, or the stuff he did with ASIO that came out the other day. The they, they, they still stuff. blame Labor or say, if, well, if Labor's in charge, they do, like, just get on with it and do something positive and do something with vision, and they don't, and it's really at a low ebb. And we're not even talking about American but, politics. This is just our little swamp. No, but I think we're. To- I think you're talking about like, uh, I don't know. In in America, there's this great movement on. Which, if you listen to the podcast that I've recommended, that you know, Land of uh, the Pod or whatever it is. No, the uh, what are they called? The uh, podcast um, me now. Yeah, no, stop it. Anyway, I'll I'll find them in a tick. It, they, Potting brilliant. Oh my god, would you stop? Uh, there Pod is Save a, America. Yes, Pod Save America, but that's just one of them. And they, they, there's a – whatever they're called, they're called oh, – you've got me now. You've got Second all these other City. things in my head. Anyway, whatever. Those guys, what they talk about, and there's this real push on for, which is totally an American model anyway, mm. is, right, we, we don't have a system, so we the individuals are better – you know you know how they yeah. fund everything themselves? Like, oh, there's no government funding for anything, it's so everything's called the – you know, this, love it or leave it. This, yeah, love it or leave it's another great one. Um, uh, in fact, I think that's my favourite now. Um, at the moment, five thirty eight because it's funny and it's no five thirty eight isn't one of them. Anyway, real time with Bill Maher. No, that's funnily enough, that's not. But I know I'm not allowed to talk to you about Fat that unless you man. stop speaking to me for four days. Anyway, right. so Talking I tigers. Can you just stop saying podcast names into my ears? As you can hear, the um, the family's exploding. And <laughs> the you, family's you, exploding. You did say that you're all getting out of there early this morning, so we do have to go. But, go, but anyway, your point, the point is that the more you know how you know in America that it's called the Stu Farrell Park and the Lauren Clark Library uh, because I the, love because those nothing's parks. nothing's <laughs> it's nothing's funded by the state. That's um, right. Well, it's it's uh, that's what's starting to happen is that on the, all of these podcasts they're starting to create. Uh, it's called the Crooked Media, guys. The Crooked Media. So it's crooked.com. Oh, yes. yep. Anyway, um, all the, the what they're starting to do, and this is not just these guys, it's heaps of people, is they're, fi- is they're finding all of the weak points in the Republican lineup. So like anyone who was only voted in really narrowly, you know, anyone who mm. looks like they're about to lose or whatever, and they're pumping heaps and heaps of money and lots and lots of individuals and, and even in those midterms, all these people were elected who have no background in politics but who just went, oh, my God, we can't – Donald Trump, what are you talking about? Okay, I'll run, you know. Yeah. And it's like this trans woman from – who just – she got in on parking, you know, mm. regulations and stuff. Well, that is how – this whole thing of, oh, the politicians are the worst, that's like a kind of slightly – easy thing to do because it, it just goes, oh, well, they're terrible and that's the problem. The do you know what I mean? Like whereas if you go, right, there are people, like even Jacinta Ardern in New Zealand, like there are people who... Oh, lying Jacinda Ardern, yeah. <laughs> Listen to you. I love her and I don't know enough about her but I, so far I love mm. her. Anyway, uh, people like that who actually, they actually are stepping up and are actually like putting their whole careers on hold so that they can run for office because they're sick of it, it like it is starting to have an like a, it's got that effect of making us apathetic and not think and not care and go oh, politicians are all the worst oh, i care but I'm actually they are the worst it's just obvious and so I we've know. got to change it that doesn't mean yeah, I, anyway I'm, you should I'm run for office the end. 
Oh yeah, that with my. Stuart, they just have to look people... at my online history as far as my social media commentary. I, I'd be uh, running out of town. <laughs> you know how they they, they drag okay. stuff. No, well they do. I mean, I'm talking about footy and ah stuff this and you know like it wouldn't uh, read that uh, well. I mean, people get pulled up for works, you know. Yeah, I uh, think they do. I think Laura they really Clark, do. how does the Electoral Commission get in contact with me and teach me how to sign up and run for office? Do we even run uh, for they... office? Hang on, is that a too American? Run for Parliament. Yeah, they can find you, Stu. It's stuplybig.com, stuplybig on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. Are you run with me? Of course. I think we'd be a great ticket. We drive, we we, we may kill each other. (laughs) So we'll have separate offices. But that would be interesting. Like, you know, it'd be a drama, a national drama would take place. Stuart Farrell, they can find you at stupidlybig.com. Stupidlybig on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and iTunes where you can give us a rating or a review of five stars. One, two, three, four, five. And and (laughs) you can get in touch with us on social media. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Excellent to hear from... We've we've actually got a bit of mail. We've got to get back to people on uh, and we will do so as soon as we can. Nice to know you're still there. Nice to know you're still there. Very much like hearing from you. Talk to you soon, Stuart Farrell. Have a wonderful weekend, even though we don't mention what day it is. Hooray! (laughs) See you on Monday, not that we say that. Bye-bye. What's up,